episode 17 it is what it is welcome back guys and thank you for tuning in this is brian it's angel it is what it is episode 17 the one after 16 before 18 you already know what's up hey angel's back in school let's get it (laughs) well ladies and gentlemen it was the First week of the NFL football season. And football is back. Exactly. I'm so happy. Like, um, for those of you that know, you know, definitely football is probably my favorite sport by far to watch. It's the only thing I'm in, like, fantasy football-wise. But, man, I miss Sundays. Having, like, the four laptops going with Red Zone, all the games, checking fantasy, like, Oh, man, I didn't realize how much I missed it until, like, we're back in it yesterday. Um, so for this episode, we're thinking we'll we'll do a quick summary of uh, kind of how fantasy football went during week one, any surprises, any upsets, anything like that. Uh, we'll, we're going to give our predictions on who's going to win each division based on what we saw uh, yesterday as well as the first game Thursday. Uh Today's Monday. If you're listening to this, you know, it's actually Tuesday. We're going to drop the episode Tuesday morning. So there's also two games that are happening, you know, tonight. Uh, so we can kind of give a, a little preview on that. Quick update on other sports as well as what's going on in the world of politics. We're exactly 50 days away from the election. So things are about to get even crazier than they already are, as well as the virus. So thank you guys as well for, uh, for tuning in. So to jump right into it, uh, I guess want to do the predictions first. Who's gonna win each division? Yeah, we could, do that. we could jump in there. We could jump in there. Um, so before we do that, uh, just tell the people your favorite teams, players, so they know where your heart is at. Yes, sir. Well, like, who you root for? Obviously, you know my number one team in my heart, the uh, the Patriots always, but. Second to that, I'm a huge Saints fan. Um, you know, it's kind of weird. What? Oh, you didn't even know Just that? One. How do you know that? Oh, for always. I've always been a big fan of them. Mainly Drew Brees, but, you know, obviously now Michael Thomas. Like, dude, I, just, I don't know. I've always liked just watching them play. Um, I didn't know that. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, so it's kind of weird, definitely watching, you know, the Saints beat up on uh, the Bucks yesterday. But, yeah, I mean, definitely the Pats by far my favorite team. It was amazing seeing Cam play the way he did yesterday. Um, Pate and then Saints for sure. I'd say third, you know, I don't know. I, I think the Titans, bro. I really like Derrick Henry. Just uh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. So that's my top three. What about you? My God. Um, so like the older I get when it comes to sport, the more I'm like player, not team. Because like that, before it was Red Sox, Celtics, Patriots, Kansas basketball, Oregon football. But now I'm like, I like players. Like I, I root for their teams. Cause like I still root for the, the Patriots. It became easier after Tom Brady left after they signed Cam. Cause Cam's one of my favorite players. So yeah. like still got love for them. Now I like Tampa because Tom Brady's there. Um, you already know who my favorite player in all sports is. Lamar Jackson. No way. So I root for the Ravens, no matter what. Uh, I also like like other teams. Like I like Russ, Russell Wilson, the Seahawks. Um, so, yeah, but, those, but probably the Bucks, Ravens, and Patriots are my top three. 
And then I have other players around the league that I um, – like I like Kyler Murray from the Cardinals. I like Russ, like I said. Like, so the guys like that. Even Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm a sports fan. You know that. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Word. Um, <clears throat> oh, and before we switch to, to predictions, I mean, player-wise, I think one of my favorite players in the league by far is, is Juju. I love Juju, and I uh, I don't know if you saw the video today ESPN posted, but someone got this video of Juju uh, giving this homeless guy, like, a free lunch or something. He comes out of Chipotle with, like, mad bags and walks he does up. That, he does that a lot, though. Yeah, yeah no, 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 I know he does it a lot, but this video is, like, nice to see. Walks up to the suit, gives him probably, like, you know, a nice burrito, a drink, and then on to the next guy. Like, you know, no phone out. A lot of these athletes, you know, or, or, or not even athletes, I'll say it's, like, celebrities – Whenever they do good things, they got to make sure somebody's recording them or they put it on their own personal social media. And that video I saw of Juju today, you know, proves like he's not about that. He's just about helping people. So definitely he's one of my favorite players if we're going to go player-wise. But uh, jumping right into it. So AFC East, I'm going to go with the Pats. <laughs> Who you got right. AFC East? I got the Pats also. Yes, sir. Okay. Easy one, Ray. Easy one there. It's going to be tough, though. It's going to be tough because the Bills look really good and that and that pet schedule is tough. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even the Jets, didn't, they had a nice little comeback late. But, yeah, the Bills looked pretty good yesterday. Um, AFC West, you know, obviously before the season started, I, was, I mean, the Chiefs are going to win it, but the Raiders also looked pretty good yesterday. I'm not going to lie. That's my that's my shock, baby. I got the Raiders winning the AFC West. I got them doing it. I think they're gonna go thirteen and three. I think the the Chiefs are gonna cool it a little bit. I think they'll finish um twelve and four. Um, they'll make the playoffs, but I got the the Raiders. I'm gonna stick to it. I, I love the, I, I love their coaching style. I love their offense. The defense is young, but they're getting better by the week. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what I got. They played a good team yesterday in the Panthers, who people are sleeping on. But the Panthers are good. Yeah, bold prediction. You heard it here first. It is what it is. Raiders going to upset? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. AFC North? Um, Come on, dog. I mean, obviously, I think the Brown. No, nah, I mean, Baltimore <laughs> all the way. <laughs> Lamar. Uh, for the third year straight, Lamar. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Go. Uh, that's that's pretty obvious. I mean, we'll, we'll see how Pittsburgh plays tonight. I kind of uh, agree with you. I think they might do pretty well this year as well if they can just stay healthy. So we'll see what happens there. But I mean, Baltimore is just Baltimore is Baltimore. Not much more we got to say there. Um, AFC South. I mean, I don't know there. Like, I guess you know, ten, I'm gonna say Tennessee. Oh, I'm gonna go Houston. Bold pick. Derrick Henry's going to rush for, like, 2,000 yards. I think he could do 2,000 this year. You heard it here first. 2,000 yards. <laughs> it is what it is. Dude, he's just like, I don't know. You give him the ball, like, he just he goes crazy. So, I'm excited. I picked him up on a few fancy teams this year. I didn't have him last year. And, like, like I was saying earlier, I like him as a player all around. So, I'm excited to see what happens in that uh, division with Derrick Henry as well. Um, so jumping over to the NFC, NFC East. Um, Before we go there, uh, give me your three wildcard teams in the, in the AFC. Three 
wild card teams. Yeah, because this year there's seven teams per playoff. Per side. Well, well okay. So I, I agree with you. I think the Raiders are going to have a good year. I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs in the division. So I'll go with the Raiders. Um, the Bills. And... You, you, you already said that, the third team. What did I say? Steelers. We'll go with Steelers, yeah. Steelers, Steelers, okay. Yeah, I got yeah, I got the Bills, Chiefs, and Steelers. Okay, okay. We'll see. We're going to have to come watch this episode again at the end of the year, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um. So, okay, so NFC East. Man, I don't know. Like, the I, got the cow- I got the Cowgirls. Cowgirls? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw a crazy wild card out there. Oh, please don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. The, the Washington <laughs> football team. <laughs> I knew that was coming. The I don't know. Team. They're in first place right now. If the Giants lose tonight, they're in first place. You heard it here first. With a name like that, how they can you not play. win? Right. Their, their defense is good. Um, I think Dwayne Haskins is not the quarterback of the future, but like he's not terrible. Yeah. They have some guy. They have Terry, Scary Terry. They have good running backs. Yeah, so Gibson. Yeah, so I think they're going to be okay. Do I think they're going to win the division? Hell no. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? Hell no. But I think, I think they're going to be okay. Miracles can happen. You heard it here first. I should bet on them to make the playoffs. The odds are probably so crazy. Like, no, you should definitely do it. The odds are – I would bet like 10 bucks and make like – 20 grand. <laughs> yeah, you should go look into it. Uh, NFC West, uh, I'm going to go Seattle. Seattle. My... Yep, Seattle. Yeah, that's that's a pretty easy one. I mean, it's not easy, bro. It's a tough division. That's a crazy <laughs> division. You got the Rams, Cardinals, and uh, what's that? the 49ers, bro. Yeah, that's a crazy division. Especially seeing yeah, Kyler. Like, that's not... Kyler's going to play very well this year. Like the, last two, the last two teams from the NFC that went to the Super Bowl are the Rams and the 49ers. Very true. That's a and crazy. The Card- and the Cardinals won five games last year with me and you on the team. <laughs> and it was great yesterday. Very true. Very true. I think yeah. that division is the toughest one in the league right now. But I also got like you, the Seahawks. I think Russell finally got weapons everywhere. He got two tight ends, two receivers, two running backs, and his defense is good. They got Jamal Adams. Yeah, yeah. And that seven is always good. So I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be really good this year. And then, like I predicted, I think Russell Wilson is gonna get the MVP. I can see that, especially after last night. Like it was a great game. Um, NFC North. I'm gonna go with uh, with Minnesota Vikings. Even after the Packers killed them yesterday. Yes, sir. That was a fluke. I'm going, with the, I'm going, with, I'm going with the Packs. Okay, okay. It is what it is. We'll see what happens there. Not the Bears. <laughs> Come on, Mitch. Um, all right, last but not least, NFC South. I'm going with the Saints. I'm going with Tom Brady. Okay, okay, okay. Not not not, not his team, just him. Just Brady. Yo. Okay, we'll see what happens there. Okay, wild card, three teams. Mine would be uh, let's go. Big boxing. Eagles. Ew. 
You got the Cowboys missing the playoffs and coming in third. Oh yeah, front with the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that team just doesn't excite me at all. Like they just never have, they never will. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that team whatsoever. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I nah. You know what? I'm not even gonna put them making the playoffs. They're gonna flop this year. So yeah, yeah. Eagles. Skip Bay is gonna find you. <laughs> Let's go, Eagles. 49ers, Packers. I got Saints, 49ers, Bears. The Bears. But, but I, yeah, the Bears. I got the Bears. I don't know. Mitch sucks, but he always gets him in the playoffs. It makes no sense at all. It's like that fat kid in gym class who runs fast. Yeah, he's got got the tanks, got the reserves going crazy. No idea how he does it, but he just does it. He beats all the skinny guys with six packs. <laughs> how? Facts, facts. Um, all right, so so that's some predictions on what's going to happen this year. So jumping into some of the fantasy football reactions from yesterday's game as well as well, Thursday. Well, we do go to that. Um, just give me your MVP and Defensive Player of the Year predictions and the Coach of the Year and Comeback Player. We'll do those four. All right, you, you go first. I got to think. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do all six of the awards, just cause. So for um rookie rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow. I'm gonna go with him. The defensive player of the year, I'm gonna go with Chase Young, Washington, the football team, Brian's team. I'm gonna go with them. So Joe Burrow and Chase Young, I know the first and second pick of the draft, not too not too crazy, but it is what it is, you know. Um, coach of the year, uh. I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. I think he's going to get it. Because I think that team's going to win 10 games, make the playoffs, maybe win the division. And I'm, I'm probably the, the best receiver on that team. I'm not even on that team. So, like, I think he's going to get it. I think most improved is going to be Cam. So, you got Patriots duel right there. Defensive player of the year. That's tough. That's tough. But I think Bobby Wagner of the Seahawks can get it. He's always good. Doesn't get it. Uh, think he can get it this year. And then MVP already said it. Already said it. Um, Russell Wilson. There's no way that guy makes the Hall of Fame without getting at least one MVP trophy. But the way Lamar played yesterday and Mahomes played on Thursday, going to be tough. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm not going to do all those. I don't know nearly enough about the rookies. But I'll go MVP, I'm going to say... I mean, I mean, I think I have to agree with that. I think Russell Wilson, this might be the year. Um, defensive player of the year, this is definitely something I don't know too much about either. Um, dude, I don't even know. I, I'll just throw a name out there. I know, uh, what's his name, from the Rams. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald, he's a monster. Let's, let's add him there. Coach of the year, um... I'm going to go with, uh, depending on how they play, I'm going to go with Gruden. Oh, ooh, oh, yeah, I like depending that. How they play, I mean, I, I was very pleasantly if they, do, if, they do, if they do what I say they're going to do, he'll definitely get it. Yeah. So, those, those are my three. I'll skip the rookie of the year because I, I don't know any of the rookies. You got a comeback, comeback player of the year. I'll give you some options. You got Gronk, Big Ben, Cam. 
Cam all day, baby. <laughs> I think there's a few more in there too, but like those are like the, the top guys. Yeah, I think Cam. Cam. Oh, and AJ. AJ Green, I think, was the other one. Mm, I'll go with Cam for that for sure. Um, it's gonna be him or either either him or Big Ben, just because they're quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben. If he can stay healthy, that team's gonna like that. That team could be pretty nice. He's had a lot of health issues, but hey, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, he can stay healthy this year. Um, so just jumping into fantasy football, some kind of big, big uh, performances from yesterday as well as Thursday. Um, Josh Jacobs went off. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? I mean, Devontae Adams. What was that? Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Tyler had a great game. Tyler had a good game. You, you know, Lamar. Yeah, yeah. Cam was good. Surprisingly, we'll go the opposite direction, too. Michael Thomas had a pretty iffy game. I heard he, like, hurt his ankle at the end. I don't know if it was anything serious, but I don't know. He, he I guess he walked off the field, but it was something with his ankle. But he only had, like, a few catches. Um, what else was crazy? Tom Brady didn't play that good. Yeah, that's true. Tom Brady definitely did not play good. How did Godwin do? I think he did decent, but nothing crazy. Godwin did okay. Mike Evans flopped. Um, the court, Anybody on the Eagles basically flopped. They all flopped. Oh, crazy surprise. He was on my team in a couple leagues. Jamison Crowder from the Jets dropped a cool 30 points. Dude, I had him, I had him in the bench cool two times. Hey, I don't know, man. Like, with if you're playing PPR leagues, this is my opinion. This is not fantasy football advice. Don't don't get mad at me if it doesn't work. But <laughs> <laughs> but I like Crowder in PPR because like he's not gonna go off too too crazy, but he's gonna get you ten catches for like sixty yards. And in PPR, that's good. Maybe a touchdown. Like that that's helpful. Um. Wow, Juju's going off fifteen points in the first half of the Steelers game. Um, what's some other unexpected? Oh, Marlon Mack got injured. I he like ruptured something in his Achilles or tore something in his Achilles. He yeah, get healthy soon, Marlon. Yeah. Tough. Um, Ridley for the Falcons had had went crazy. Yeah, Raheem Mostert, Forty Nine ers had an incredible game. Bum. <laughs> uh, Carson and Carson and Wilson for the Seahawks were nuts. Minnesota defense did absolutely terrible with negative seven points. <laughs> Big Ben first half had eighteen. So, wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it was definitely interesting. I. It's also an interesting time for fantasy football because it's week one. They had no preseason games. They're going straight from practice into the season. I, I mean, I like I, I don't think there's too much to look into there, but I mean, could be a little rusty. Who knows? Um, yeah, so that time, like, either teams are going to look really good or really bad. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah. Some teams look really good. Some teams look really bad. Adam Thielen, 31 points. That's, that's pretty good game right there. Brian, Brian was Thielen's biggest cheerleader ever yesterday. <laughs> Dude, I because he was doing absolutely nothing. And I was like, oh, come on, man, wake up. I knew it was coming. Like, 
He's going to get uh, the receiver for the Bills was good yesterday, too. The little one. Brown? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fast. He's super fast, John Brown. Uh, Mark Andrews, pretty good game yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, week one in the books, we'll have to see what happens next week for Gronk sure. You said what? Gronk. Yeah. Did he even get a catch? Yeah, one catch for like two yards. Crazy. Okay. I don't know. Tom Brady, like that was weird to see as a lifelong New England Patriots fan. Seeing him not in a Pats jersey, just like, that didn't look right, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see. He'll settle in. Uh, you, think, you think it somehow Cam balls out, somebody throws him mad money, he leaves, they try to get Brady back? Nah. No? You think that bridge is burned? I think so, yeah. At this point, like, the team's kind of moved on. The fans have moved on. The organization moved on. He's in Tampa. He's doing his thing. The players are all, like, getting used to playing with Cam. Um, so even if Cam does go somewhere else, I mean, I don't see us trying – I mean, Brady's, what, 42 right now? 43? Wow, yeah. So, I don't know, man. Next year, I don't see it coming back. I feel like we'll just try to get, like, a younger draft pick or something or trade for a rookie or yeah, – Going for Tom. But I could be wrong. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe he calls up Bill Belichick. He's like, hey, man. Tampa's not working out. I need to come back. <laughs> yeah, it was tougher than I thought, bro. Yeah, that division. I miss playing Miami and Buffalo every other game. <laughs> yeah, and the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not Buffalo this year. They're playing crazy. But, um, yeah, definitely interesting. We'll have to see what happens with that. Um, I mean, Brady's got so many weapons on offense. It's not even funny. Fournette really didn't play too, too much. Uh, you know, obviously, he just came to the team, so he's learning the play. Yeah, dude, I'm not going to panic about that team until, like, week eight. Yeah. And this still struggling to move the ball, communicate, get on the same page by week eight. I'm like, okay. But, like, if we in week eight, they're four and four. You're telling me Tom Brady can go, can go win seven out of eight games? So... I just feel bad for whoever's playing the next week. I think they're gonna go crazy. Yeah, we'll we'll see with that. Uh, I agree though. Uh, especially Brady, it's a new offense. I mean, they you know that's the first time playing like a live game setting against another defense. So and those are the teams that are gonna struggle. The teams are gonna struggle. The teams that made a lot of moves in the off season. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Seahawks didn't struggle. The Saints didn't struggle. Packers didn't struggle. Chiefs didn't struggle. The Ravens didn't struggle. Like the teams that brought back most of the guys, yeah, we've been playing together for two years. Yeah, they knew what's up. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's gonna be. I'm so happy football's back. There's so many good games. Like, I missed it so much. I was worried with like the virus, it wasn't gonna go off as normal, but I think the NFL has done a really good job. Only two teams uh, are having fans in the NFL the Chiefs, and then I don't know why. One of the teams in Florida, the Jags, makes no That's, sense. I don't agree with that. That's stupid. Like, they've been playing this whole thing smart, and yet they're going to allow, like, a state that's a hot spot right now with the virus to have fans, like, in the stands. But I don't know if it's that part of the state, though. Or is it the whole state? I think it's the whole state. Like, because especially now, too, like, all the big schools are coming back in that area. Like, I know 
Um, I don't know where in the state Florida State University is, but I know they had like huge parties this weekend, a ton of cases. That's Tallahassee. Okay. Um, I mean, like all over the place. I think Florida in general, because it's such like a travel place too. So many people travel there to the beach or to Miami, South Beach. Um, But either way, I, I, I don't agree with why they had that. I don't think it makes much sense since every other team doesn't, but I don't know. Overall, I think they've done a pretty good job. They haven't had too many cases, so I, I don't know exactly like what their protocols are in terms of like. I know, I know. The last thing they do is um they test the guys on Saturday, and I guess the guys that come back positive, they can't play the next day or they quarantine or whatever. Oh, okay. So like that, that's good then. Test right before the game, and uh, I saw something. They were getting mad. They gave a warning to uh, Andy Reid which many of you might have seen Thursday night. My man needed like a uh, some windshield wipers on his face shield because that thing was fogging up like crazy. But they gave him a warning. They were like, hey, all coaches and personnel on the sidelines have to be wearing a mask. And he was wearing a face shield. So it's like, I don't know. I guess he has to wear a mask too. But, but yeah, then they're going to have like fans in the stadium at his place. Maybe that's why they want him to wear a mask. I don't know. Either way. Interesting. NFL season's underway. I'm so excited. Let's get into it. Um, before we switch topics, is there anything else sports-wise? Quick updates, maybe on like the basketball. Um, Celtics going to the conference finals against hey. the Miami Heat. Start tomorrow, and then tomorrow's also Game Seven of the second round, the Western Conference. The Nuggets tried to come back from three-one in the same playoff for the first time ever. The first team to do it. Against the Clippers, the Lakers are waiting for them in the Western Conference Finals. Um, I project the Clippers to win. Um, I don't know. One day look, they look like the best team I've ever seen, and then the next day they look like the all nine Nets. So, makes no sense to me. But I think Doc Rivers is going to have them ready to play, and I think against the Lakers it's going to be easier for them to play because it means more. So, I think they just sleep on the Nuggets, and then by the time they realize they lost, so that's that on basketball. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Eastern Conference Finals. If it's Lakers, if it's Lakers, Clippers, and then Boston, South Boston versus the Heat, I'm excited for that. But if it's Lakers, Nuggets, I got the Lakers sweeping them in four. Um, cause LeBron doesn't do what they, what Kawhi they do. They don't play around. That's why they took they took care of James Harden and Russ quick. They took care of Dame and them quick because they know if they let teams like that feel like they could win them, they could beat them. They'll they'll make him they'll force him to seven. So but I do think the Clippers are the best team left in the playoffs. They guys go up by twenty and forget to keep playing and they end up losing. Which has to do a lot with coaching and uh, just dedication. But baseball, a few more weeks and the playoffs start. I'm excited for that. Um next episode I'll talk more about what teams are looking like they're gonna make it, what teams are looking like they're not gonna make it. And um, and that, um, nothing other than that, we cover it all. Uh, I really don't know what's going on in hockey that much, but I don't really care about it. I don't really watch it. I don't really follow it. Um, so yeah, that's that's the sport update. Uh, no crazy big news to report of right now. COVID is not slowing down any of the sports. Thank God. Uh, I know tennis had a big tournament over the weekend. Uh, I heard that was good. I don't really follow that sport either. So, like, from the sports I follow, that's the update. 
Um, and yeah, so the Red Sox still suck, but what, what else is new? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, it's interesting to see the impact of coronavirus. I know, I was, I think, Thursday night, so last week, it was like the first night in history that there was MLB, NFL, NBA, WNBA, MLS, like so many different games playing all at the same time, <clears throat> which is definitely an interesting and just shows like the weird and unprecedented times that we're in today. Um, so jumping along to politics, as many of you know, November 3rd is election day. Make sure to go and register to vote if you haven't already. Um, if you're going to do the mail-in ballots, make sure you uh, send them in early to get your ballots and all that fun stuff. Um, I just got mine in the mail today, again, from Massachusetts, like reminded me to mail and vote. I plan to vote in person, but if you guys are voting by mail, make sure you do it early. Uh, we're down to, I think, 50 days until the election. So it's, it's rapidly approaching. And there's been some interesting developments. Um, something crazy I saw today, which I think would like change politics and how like we interact with candidates is... Joe Rogan, or, or so there was a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast who was talking about, you know, Joe Rogan should moderate a debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, like a four hour debate, just the three of them in the room, Joe Rogan, Biden, Trump, no script, no questions in advance, no helpers, no aides, no nothing, just Joe Trump Rogan. Never do that, bro. Trump, oh, oh the story's going to get even crazier. So, them in the room, no scripts, no aids, no, no nothing, like just them hashing it out. So this person posts on Twitter, like asking if the community, if people would want to see that. And it went viral on Twitter. Um, you know, everyone's commenting like, yes, that'd be so much better than the traditional debates, blah, blah, blah. It starts trending all over Twitter. And as we all know, a certain Donald J. Trumpito is always on Twitter all day, every day. So he notices the tweet. And he replies to it and he says, I'm in. So Trump is already down for this debate to happen, which I had a feeling was going to happen. And I don't think Biden is going to do it because, bro, Biden reads from like teleprompters all the time. Like all this stuff is scripted. He gets all his questions in advance. You know, God bless him. He's, he's done a lot for our country. And, and I thank him for that. But I, I mean, obviously, lesser of two evils. You got to go for Biden or else it's, we're stuck with Trump again. But I don't know. I don't think Biden's going to accept that. But I think that would be a crazy like way for politics to advance because Joe Rogan asked some great questions on his podcast. You know, he's a straightforward guy. He just asks like what we all want to know, not these scripted, you know, what's your stance on climate change. Yeah, if you haven't seen his interview with um, Bernie, that's one of the greatest interviews I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I'm getting into politics a little bit now, but I'm still like, not even close to being somebody who likes politics or even follows politics. But like I do it mainly for this um this show and just cause you gotta get Trumpito out of here. You gotta you gotta go. But um yeah Joe Rogan's the man dude. Like it's not only just politics interview he interviews everybody like of all walks of life and he always does a great job. Yeah he asks great questions like Another really good one, if you guys haven't seen it, or if you haven't seen it, is his interview with uh, Elon Musk. That's another must-watch Joe Rogan episode right there. Because, I don't know, he just asks the right questions. Like, he can, um, 
he can really tune into, you know, their industry and just like he can pick their brain and ask some great questions. So I think if he could moderate a debate, that would just be phenomenal. Like Angel was saying, he had a great interview with Bernie Sanders where he was like, you know, he spent two hours and he just spoke and he gave Bernie the time to really answer the questions. And I highly doubt they were planned in advance. I'm sure there was like a couple of scripted questions or Joe was like, you know, Bernie, I'm going to ask you about these 10 policy decisions or something like that. But I think that would be interesting because we need to remember a debate is, um, you know, supposed to be a debate. You're not supposed to, it's not an interview. You're not supposed to ask, okay, Angel, what do you think about this? And oh, Brian, what do you think about this? It's supposed to be like, Angel, what do you think about this? And then I'm supposed to like argue with your points. Um, you could tend, you know, that way. And that's not what happens in the debates. Each candidate has like a minute to respond. They can't really argue with each other. It's turned into more of an interview. So I think if Joe Rogan does end up hosting a debate between them, it'll change everything. We're not going to see these old debates on like the TV networks. We're going to start seeing them on, on these like online platforms, more on YouTube, more on podcasts more on you know spotify things like that and i think that's cool that's and the other thing with that is more people our age and younger voters will tune into like watching something like that i mean there's so many people who don't have subscriptions to like cable tv so they can't even watch when the debates are on there and they're live stream but it's tough to find the links sometimes the links don't work but if you put up a podcast episode or even like live streaming on YouTube, Joe Rogan experience, Bernie versus uh, Biden versus Trump debate. You're going to have millions of people watching that. Like that's must watch entertainment. So I think that would and change if, things if, for the best. Well, if, if Joe Rogan is trying too much to do it, me and Brian will do it. It is what it is, baby. Come here. Come here, boys. We'll, we'll ask all the tough questions. We're ready. Sir. Yes, sir. Come, Come ready, baby. Come with a diaper on because it's been a long day, baby. Yes, sir. We don't like you either. We just got to, you just the lesser of the two evils, man. Absolutely. Um, so that'll definitely be interesting. That was a huge announcement that happened today, and it kind of just blew up online. Of course, Trump saw it on Twitter because he spends all day on Twitter. But um, I don't know. I'd love to see that. So switching over to more politics and things like that. So Trump actually went out to California today. Yeah, but Brian, Brian's phone's getting blown up over there. He's getting more more tweets than Trump. <laughs> um, so my uh, so Trump went to California today, where like the crazy wildfires are. And if anyone's listening out there, prayers to you guys. Stay safe. It looks crazy out there right now. Um, but he went out there and he met with the governor Gavin Newsom and a couple other like scientific and top political people out in California. And they were showing Trump like the pictures of the damage. And they were like, okay, Trump, climate change is real. And if these pictures and what's going on in our world don't prove that to you, like, I don't know what else will. You really need to listen to science. And you know what Trump's response was to that? He was like, oh, don't worry. It's going to get cooler soon. And then he had like that smirk on his face. So like, you know, this guy's not taking his job seriously. I don't think he has since day one. And it's just like, these comments, I mean, I think now there's like 25 people who have died in these wildfires. There's a lot of people missing, thousands of homes that burned down and things like that. And Trump's kind of cracking jokes about it. I can't say I'm surprised, but it's just like, 
I don't know. It's like, it's crazy how he can act like that towards American people. Like, those are his people. He's supposed to be like doing all he can to help them. And he's just making jokes. So, and he's a firm, like, he hasn't really believed in climate change whatsoever since the very beginning. Um, He's rolled back a lot of like the policies Obama put in place. He's been trying to get rid of the EPA since he started the Environmental Protection Agency. Um, you know, and as we learn, like our planet is in rough shape. And if we don't act now, like there's irreversible damage being done. Uh, for anyone who doesn't believe me, Google the Great Barrier Reef in Australia and look at pictures from 20 years ago and look at pictures from today and try to tell me climate change is not real. Um, but either way, it's like Biden's come out, he, he understands climate change, or he claims to, he'll have policies to like work towards preventing it and fixing it and things like that. Um, but it's just like another strike. It's like, I don't know, Trump just, just seems very out of touch with average American people, what's going on in all of our lives. And I don't know, it's gonna be a very interesting election season. I think things are gonna heat up a lot between the two of them. Trump's gonna be start calling everyone even crazy names, even worse than he is now. Um, and yeah, we're going to see a whole lot of commercials. That's for sure. I know yesterday watching all the football games, I probably saw, I don't know, I don't know, like six, eight Biden, uh, commercials, probably 10 Trump commercials. You know, it's, that's it. That's all we're going to see for the next like month and a half. But Hey, it's an important election for sure. And, uh, I don't know. There's, there's rumors floating out there. That Bro, just talking about Trump, just talking about Trump real quick. This dude just tweeted three hours ago. So it's quote, players take knee, raise fist, stay in locker room during national anthem. End quote, Fox News. Then he goes, no thanks, tell him to protest, quote unquote, some other time. Jesus. It's crazy, dude. Why is he still on Twitter? Why have, has like, they not taken that away? Like Trump, man. I, what I would love to see, you know how you can do like, screen time or see how long you were like on an app i'd love to have an analysis of like how much time trump spends on twitter i don't think i don't think he's really ever on twitter though Nah, he is he manages his own account i don't think so i mean he's saying that so so his his followers that don't that trumpitos um support him but no i don't think there's no way he's keeping uh intact of that like we are and and if he is that's that's your president uh, listen how I didn't say that's our president. That's your president. <laughs> Definitely not talking to Brian either. Because yeah. my president is still Obama, so. Dude, I don't know. He's just, he's got to get off Twitter, whether it's him, whether it's his, like, staff, whether it's his wife posting from, I don't know. But, yeah, he got to get off Twitter for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an interesting election season. Like, I'm very interested to see what happens. I'm ready for these debates, whether they happen on Joe Rogan podcast, hopefully, or if it's a traditional, you know, TV debate, or I just hope it's not like a Zoom meeting between the two of them. because That's going to be a weird debate. Like you can easily have an in-person debate, socially distance, you know, spread them out, have them put masks on. Trump will, of course, not put his mask on because he's Trump. Um, yeah, I'm ready for election season. Quick update on the virus, uh, coronavirus. Um, we're seeing some spikes in, in some places across the country. Mainly right now, it's just all college students that are causing the biggest spike. Understandably, I mean, like we've said 
on a, the past couple episodes, you put a bunch of 18, 19 year olds together, first time away from home, they're going to hang out, they're going to party, they're going to do everything that comes with partying. Um, so I can't say I'm surprised, but it's going to be interesting to see the effect that that has on the communities that a lot of these colleges are in. Um, granted, a lot of the bigger schools are kind of in their own little, you know, quote unquote, college towns, and it's mainly just students and kind of businesses geared towards the schools. But there's other universities like, you know, here where I'm in, in Waltham, we have Brandeis and Bentley, which are like very integrated in our community. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see the impact that colleges have. I know a lot of students, you know, younger K through 12 have gone back to school as well. Um, there's been a lot of high schools that have postponed the in-person learning for the same reason as the colleges, because there's been a lot of partying. Um, so I guess we'll just have to see what happens. And honestly, if I don't think things are going to get much better until we have a vaccine, whenever that is, because uh, obviously it's just not going to go away on its own, especially during flu season. So, you know, everyone keep it up, wear a mask, do all that stuff. And I don't know, hopefully we'll have a vaccine within the next few months and can move on from this crazy coronavirus. Some say there was a vaccine coming soon, November or something. Yeah, Trump claims there's going to be a vaccine by November 1st. Yeah. Every single other scientific expert or anyone with like a little bit of medical knowledge. Anybody with a brain is what you're saying. Yes, sir. Everyone's like, there's no way they're going to have it by November 1st. Most are saying, you know, early next year is when they're probably going to have it. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I kind of hope Trump keeps like promoting this November 1st, November 1st, because if November 1st comes and there's no vaccine, that's going to blow up in his face. So we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, it's just, it's, a, it's a weird virus. I know like Europe handled it very well in the beginning. Now they're seeing spikes again. Um, you know, it's just, it's probably not going to go away. What you got to do when it comes to the coronavirus is whoever's in charge of the state of New York, call them. Call, they know what they're doing over there. Yeah. Because they, they started, they had, there's a wildfire in New York, coronavirus, coronavirus. And then like a month later, New York is like the common spot in the world right now when it comes to coronavirus. I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers recently, so I don't know if they spiked back up. By um, I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I know like New Zealand was an interesting country because they had, they got down to like zero new cases for a brief, uh, period of time and then they also are seeing some new cases pop up so I don't know we'll see what happens but keep on uh, keeping on luckily our area in New England here is pretty good with it but um yeah if you're not from here stay away yeah facts and uh you know if anyone's ever interested come on and tell some coronavirus stories depending on where our listeners are from like if you're from one of these hot spots or like you're one of our international viewers thank you guys so much if you want to kind of describe what happened in your areas, more than welcome. It is what it is. An international podcast still sponsored by nobody, but oh, wow. soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Uh, I'm excited for football to be back. I, I'm so happy. Fantasy football, like nothing better than checking the scores, having a bunch of games going on a Sunday, chilling with the, with the homies. Um, yeah. Yeah. 50 days to go to the election, register to vote. Go out and vote, a vote for anybody but Biden is a vote for Trump. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah. go ahead, bro. 
And I'll just say thank you guys so much again for tuning in. For those still listening, please keep sharing it. If there's anyone you think, you know, needs time to listen to, send it along. Thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah, before we go, I'm going to say um, definitely tune in to um, our last two episodes. And all of the episodes, the last episode, we interview our friend um, to the show, Pac. Shout out to Pac for joining. Uh, it's about 16, 15. We talked about aliens. That was a great episode. Next, um, for Friday's episode, so if, you, if you're listening right now, it's Tuesday. So on Friday, we'll be talking about just like the ocean, what's, under, uh, what's underneath down there, the Amazon, the rainforest. Um, and then we'll give you an update in the sports world, politics world, COVID world, our world. And by again, guys, thank you for joining, listening. If you know somebody who likes podcasts, and just send this to them. We just we just starting um starting out just just a few months out, seventeen episodes in since we started. Um, the love has been crazy. Appreciate you guys. Um, we'll be putting every time we do an interview, we're gonna put it out on YouTube and Facebook. The full interview, so you guys can see it there and Instagram. Um, the last the last interview has done pretty well. People watching it, reacting to it, listening to it. But make sure you guys share the the podcast episode. Make sure um you guys keep following us because without you guys we're nothing. So episode sure. seventeen, it is what it is, baby. Sponsored by nobody. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you on episode eighteen.